Smartcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pop culture, subculture, music, horror, sex, politics, art, and overall bad ass. This is Society 13, redefining podcasting. Music. Music. Horror. Horror. Subculture. Subculture. And overall overall bad ass. ass. Welcome Welcome to Kettle Kettle Whistle Radio. With your host, host, Dave Dave and Sean. Sean. Everybody say something. Something. Hello, hello. Hello. Going. A little what, louder. What's going on? Good. We're good. Okay. okay. Cool. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So we can start. Right so I should turn my volume on. Why are you on the phone, Sean? We're starting a show. Hey, folks. Uh, Sean's back. He's not buried in my basement like everybody thought he was for the past three shows. How's everybody out there? <laughs> How are you doing, Sean? I'm doing pretty good. Folks, friends, and fiends, welcome to Kettle Whistle Radio. We have a newcomer today. And I'm honored. She's really not new. She's been around, but you weren't on the show when we did the conventions, right? You just kind of... Jess Weary, we're going by. Yeah, say hello again. Hello. Jess (laughs) Weary. And, well, somebody else is here, but we're not going to announce that he's here yet. So he's hiding in the background. (laughs) Artist extraordinaire, Robert Hoagland, artist extraordinaire, who is actually working on the Peeler thing. We're all working, collaborating on this next comic book. But we'll talk about that at some other time when he's ready to talk about that. Um, now, Jess. Yes. We're so honored to have you here. You're back into singing. Apparently, you've been in front of large audiences in the past. Yeah. Yeah. Upwards of like at least 200. That's to me a large audience because I hate being too. in front of people. So. Um, I couldn't do it. No, right? We, Stage we, we, we've talked about that. Me and Sean could never do that. Like, in now I have to, but I don't want to. But yes. So, what was your first outing and uh first song or first time you picked up an instrument let's let's talk about first first all right well my first time playing a guitar was i was roughly anywhere from six to eight Uh, my aunt gave me my first guitar it was an ovation acoustic electric and (laughs) i hear a hoagland in the background (laughs) Is he okay? Should we go check hey, on him? He'll be fine. Hey. Usually it's my dog that does stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Sean, Sean's used to that. <laughs> I'm used to my dog doing the same thing in the middle of my recording songs. You'll hear just like a, a, a rustling. But you go all Kurt Cobain and just leave it. Yep. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Definitely. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so my aunt taught me how to play Give Me Three Steps by Leonard Skinner. And... Uh, <laughs> Hoagland. 
we got them uh, iron lungs. The best part is he didn't want to be on. I know. And now he is. He's featured. He's on more than anything. <laughs> yeah, 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 he's back. Anyway, back to you. Right, right. So, uh, so yeah, I learned Give Me Three Steps uh, by Leonard Skinner. And ever since then, my aunt was like, all right, yeah, take this guitar and leave. So um, I was self-taught from there on and wrote my first song when I was, jeez, oh, I think... Well, my first official song, I was about 13 or 14. I was a freshman and I always got cooped up in the back of the uh, practice rooms because I always skipped class. And I was like, I don't want to. You? Oh, I'm so surprised. <laughs> but I was like, I don't like sitting there reading a book that I hate. So I'm just going to get a bunch of passes. And so I would uh, hang out in the back by myself. Smoking and... in the boys room. <laughs> What was the book that you hated? I have to know. I uh, I don't remember. I oh. cared I cared so little about it. Okay, all right. It, we'll go it's with that. Eradicated from my memory. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that song was called "Through to the End." It was about my mom, and uh, that yeah that became actually one of the first on my first album. So that was. Is that on YouTube? No. That one's not. <laughs> so I was actually going to bring it, mm. but I listened to it again and it was so bad mm. that I couldn't, I just couldn't. <laughs> so A bad. lot of artists, writers, actresses, whatever, you, what, what have you, never want to go back and look at what they used to do. Sean, I'm sure that you never want to go back to look at like stuff that you played on guitar, bass, because you're taking lessons. You don't want to go back to your uh, yellow belt days, we'll say, now that you're a black belt. <laughs> yeah. Right. You, you never want to see videos of that. So I, I understand what you're saying completely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, listening, I don't, uh, I don't mind listening to it as much, but other people hearing it is like, oh god. Lyrically, I can go back to any of my lyrics. I love them. I appreciate them because that's my past. You know, like my past is my past. I have to accept that. So I'm cool with that. But I don't want other people to hear it. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, see, that's just it. But do you? I I mask it in my writing. I you know write about people I know and hide it. I you know metaphors, monsters for metaphors type mm -hmm. of thing. You know whatever, blah blah blah. Um, do you do that? Is does that make it more comfortable, or do you feel like you're too stripped down in front of everybody, even hiding names and faces? I mean, I that's the thing. I am an open book. I don't hide much. Um, I'm extremely blunt. Then go with and, that. Yeah. yeah. So it's like. So now you're more comfortable doing it? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, definitely. And just so you know, uh, Sean, we're going to have a live performance today. It's the first time since you've been with me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, not the first live performance here per se, but this is one I've been looking forward to for a long time. Uh, what are we going to hear from you? Uh, I actually wrote a new song last night. Doesn't even have a name yet. Last night doesn't have a name yet. Yeah, so we'll... All right, you're too punk rock for your own good, damn it. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll name it today, I'm sure. Once I practice it and actually play it through. I haven't even played it I'm pretty yet, sure me and Sean so. just got chills. She's going to name a song after she plays it here. Mm -hmm. like, All right, okay. <laughs> I do that a lot. I... Bring it down. We'll bring it down. We'll bring it down. Okay. Got too excited there. All right, so what, else, so what is this song about? This song is, oh, it's about a lot of stuff. So um, it's about my eating disorder, and it is about a little bit about my mom, who uh, used to do this thing called hair and back, which is basically just tickling like the bottom of my spine all the way up to my hair. And she would always do that when I was younger, um, and it would just like calm me down. And I've had this 
I don't know if it really had to do with my mental health or not, but like I, when I was at my worst with anxiety and stuff, I imagined her doing that to my back when I was like crying Hmm. and it calmed me down a lot. And I mean, I was only like, what, 15, I think. Yeah. And I was, I just imagined her ghost doing it for me. So it's a little bit about that kind of, you know, but it's also partially about how like I don't want to become the worst parts of her. So it's it's a mashup of stuff. <laughs> this takes an incredible amount of um, guts, that, what you're doing. I don't know how you're doing it. <laughs> I got choked <laughs> up with you talking about it. Um, no, but really, like, how do you how do you put aside your emotions when you're performing, or do you just? I just do it. I mean, it depends. The only time I get like choked up when I when it comes to talking or singing or anything is when it's in front of a lot of people because I am an extreme empath. I feel less of my own emotions and I feel more of other people's. So when it comes to, you know, feeling things like that, it just, it doesn't exist for me. Hmm. You know, I can't feel my own empathy in a way. I need that. This is cathartic for me. I don't know about (laughs) you. We talk about this, like you, would you get on stage and play your bass? Yeah. You would now. Yeah, is that does that come with age, confidence? What I I was always just never the 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 person that would want to be in the front. You know what I mean? Like, bass is a good way to hang I, out in the back. And I, you know, I, about I've that. played live shows before, and yeah. you know, my friends would do the vocal duties, and you know, I'd be the guy to just control the keyboards or, you know, whatever. But it's been a long time. So you have I I didn't know that I just learned that about Sean just now that he well, does not have stage fright even though you say you said you yeah did. so at but, one uh, point yeah. at one point in time uh, you know our our other um, Johnny Daggers John Ellenberger we used to uh, get together and play music together and um, actually I never played out live with him he played out live uh, in various bands but mm-hmm. um, in here they they played yeah here. I I played live with some friends though but it's been like eighteen or nineteen years. Well, see, this, again, you guys talking about this is helping me because now the same guy has me in one of the roles in a movie coming up, and I'm not an actor by any means. And so listening to Jess right now and you overcoming that fear, I'm kind of like, I feel like, all right, kick myself in the ass and just do it, you know, Mm -hmm. get angry and do it because that's the character. (laughs) Get get angry and uh, definitely not have my wife in the same room when I'm acting because she'll just destroy me just laughing, you know, so that's, that's, but you guys are helping me. I'm just saying this is, I need this advice. Now you, um, Miss Jess, um, are you ready to perform your first song today or? Um, I'm going to have to practice it because okay. I, uh, like I said, I haven't played it fully yet. I actually wrote the lyrics and was playing it last night while we were having a business meeting. And so everyone was talking and I'm sitting there like playing the chords and humming it. <laughs> but that's how I write all my music. So. I was going to say the best things happen when you least expect to write them down. Mm-hmm. Uh, they really do, right? Yeah. I, you know, I was, I, I read one time and I don't know if this is true for you, but um, like Bono, for instance, from you too, mm-hmm. you know, they'd come together with the music, the, the, the musical aspects of their songs. And then he would, you know, either just say or hum gibberish sort of mm-hmm. yeah. and then it would yep. he would eventually turn that into lyrics yep, that's for his what I songs. Do. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Um I do want to know before we cut and uh we're gonna play we're gonna get a live tune here folks. Um the first time that you grabbed your guitar and stepped onto a stage, what was that feeling like? That was petrifying. So 
my first show ever, um, not including like just, you know, little things like I used to play in the living rooms of family and friends houses, you know, stuff like that fires. But first actual gig was actually at this place called Shubru. It was a little bar slash restaurant thing. Is this up north, Zilli? This or? is in Zilli, yeah. I I think I know where you're talking about. Yep. Okay. Main Street, Zilli and Opal. Um, yeah, we were friends with them for quite a while. I, how old was I? I had to have only been 15, I think. 14 or 15. And my first, I believe, was in September because it was the night of my dad's birthday. And Robert Hoagland, everybody. Yes. <laughs> and I made him cry. <laughs> He's sitting right here trying not to cry. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah that oh man yep so that was september 13th and i played for four hours i every time i ever played there i just set out a tip jar and i played for upwards of four hours and you know i'd take maybe a 10 minute break drink me a root beer float and call it a day she's rolling her sleeves up right now so yeah, she's I'm, like ready I'm for getting, war I'm right now real. was, I, it, I, was I, it all originals or did you play like cover songs um, or i mostly did covers mm-hmm. uh i God, I I have this bad habit of being extremely impulsive. So instead of writing set lists or anything, mm-hmm. that's, I mean, even what I did today, I couldn't think of a song to find. So I was like, yeah, I'll just write one. But I would play anything from Rise Against to Katy Perry, like a weird acoustic version. And I don't even like Katy Perry. I, but the, <laughs> no, but that could be funky. I like mm-hmm. that. That's that's cool. Yeah, and I just did a bunch. I think of things Sean like agrees that. with you there. I'd like to hear. Yeah, it. I mean, music's music. You put your own like, spin on it, and make I don't it have any that, problem with Katy. I like. wouldn't buy an album from her, but a funked up version. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it was one of like the newer songs, uh, Dark Horse. I think. Yeah. Man, I love doing that one. Cool. But yeah, and so. Anyways, right back uh, to the whole crying thing. Um, he didn't know that I had written a song for him. And the song's called Daddy. It, that is also on my first album that can disappear forever. Not the song, but the album. Um, but I wrote this song like a year in advance for his birthday. And I was, I think there might still be a recording of it, actually. Somewhere deep in the YouTube. In the YouTubes. In the YouTubes. I will find it. (laughs) Actually, Sean will find it. (laughs) Um, Yes, good researcher. (laughs) But yeah, and I I played it, and I just remember it. That was actually the most emotional performance I think I have had, where I actually had to stop myself from tearing up because my sister was bawling her eyes out, and I was feeling his empathy, and he was, like, drunk, and he's like, oh, why? But yeah, so as soon as the clock struck midnight, I I sang him a song, and that was wow. my first gig. You know, that's incredible. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Even if Kurt was still with us, his stories would not be that cool. Nowhere near. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, maybe it's time to yeah rehearse, play. Yeah, I'll rehearse. All right, well, let's go to a commercial real quick. Unless Sean, you got something to say? No, nope, oh, I hate when you don't have anything. All right, we'll be right back. I should have more. <laughs> yeah, since you came back from the dead. All right, so we'll be back with Jess Weary. About what, wait, what, what you say? You, you talk Canadian when you're not Canadian, Jess? Yeah, I'm just curious. You know who's also famous for that is Al Jorgensen singing in English when he was not English at all. Um, it made him famous. Uh, Green Day. 
did the same thing. Little English accent in there. Yeah. See? Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Sean. You're recording me. We are recording right now. Because the weary was, she was riffing just now. But we're, we're going to do a sound check here and get right back to you, folks. Okay. I'm not afraid of the dark. But you should be. There are things that dwell here in the dark. Things best left unseen. With the initial smoke clear from the fall of tomorrow, the blood now flows even thicker with dwelling in the dark. Eleven stories. All bits of the same mysterious puzzle. Fitting together with horrific parallels to its predecessor. Get ready for new, truly terrifying tales set in the broken world from the fall of tomorrow. Take a closer look at what's now dwelling in the dark. If you dare. Available on Amazon in traditional print and ebook. Get your copy today. Visit www.fairlydarkproductions.com for more info on the author and his work. Still here? Okay. Let's play a game. <laughs> hey guys, this is Ty Oliver from Power Man 5000, and you're listening to Kettle Whistle Radio. What, wait, what, what? You say you, you talk Canadian when you're not Canadian, Jess? Yeah, I'm just kidding. You know who's also famous for that is Al Jorgensen singing in English when he was not English at all. <laughs> um, it made him famous. Uh, Green Day. Did the same thing. Little English accent in there. Yeah. See? Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Sean. You're recording me. We are recording right now. Because the weary was she was riffing just now, but we're we're gonna do a sound check here and get right back to you folks. Okay. Can I take your order? Yeah, um, give me two big burgers, uh, two spasm shakes, one big brown eye, uh, two full lips, and a small boy. That'll be it. So we're back, folks. With Jess Weary. Sean is back from the dead. (laughs) Still funny. I'm sorry. He's alive. They thought that you weren't around anymore. But Jess is going to perform live for us now. Something she just wrote, right? And I just added another verse to it. <laughs> Do we have a name for it yet? No. Okay. No. Even better. It's up to you at this point. Yeah. All you. Mommy, do you hear me when I cry? My body's starving. Can't see him, but I bet him and my nails are always breaking. Some hair and back at six years to forget that she's dying. 
Mother, do you see how pale my lips are when I'm smoking? My hair keeps falling out, I can't stop feeling like I'm choking My medicine at 14 To forget that I'm crying Daddy, did you hear me say my growing pains are starting? The bruises on my legs are how I learned to stop the throbbing Some medicine at seven years to forget I'm dying Father, blood is running now, I know the scars are fading I saw mommy in the mirror, in my face I couldn't shake the taste of medicine at twenty something to say 
Well, I don't have my mic, but she has a... Now you do. scared me. So loud. She's like, ah! I just... A lot of power in that song. You know, a powerful voice. Um, you know, great playing ability. Uh, just, you know, wonderful. Thanks. Speechless. Yeah. We're going to cut to commercial right now. And, and she uh, just wrote it. Get some Kleenexes. And... <laughs> Yeah, here's the thing. She just wrote that literally what what uh 20 minutes before recording, right? That last verse was literally like 5 minutes ago and <laughs> I wrote it last night at what? Like midnight, I think. Rock and roll doesn't get better than that. And we're going to get right <laughs> back to you with Jess Weary. So we're back right now, and um, I think Bob has some things to say, and Jess is asking him to say it. So, I, what can I do? Yeah, why don't you take a okay. take a seat on the hot seat? Okay. We okay. call that the third rail because it's always weird. burning. Okay. Yes. Yeah, in New York, that's a bad thing. You know that. You understand that. <laughs> Being from Jersey, right? You I'm know from, what the third rail is. I'm from Jersey. Yeah, a little um, bit. Oh, sorry. So you, no, you're cool. You're cool. So you had some things to say, Jess. Egg them on here. Uh, so. What would you like to know? Right. So my father is one of those people who uh, he just he pretends like he's not good or anything, and uh, so I want him to sit here and talk about his life. By that I mean his artwork. He is an artist, and he's a fantastic artist. Incredible. Incredible. Artist but doesn't tell people about it as much, you know? He doesn't promote it, so... Before he talks, is there a place where we can find his art? Because he won't say it. You can go <laughs> on Instagram or Facebook and look up Hoagland Art. It's H-O-G-L-U-N-D-A-R-T. And Bob is right here with us. Hello. Hey. Let's talk about it. We were talking, we had a good conversation in the <laughs> in the background just now, so... Where do, where does all this come from, man? Um, well, I I was I have a master's in uh, printmaking from Edinburgh, and um, I just carried it over to a studio work for like ten years. I worked uh, Rosenbaum Fine Art and uh, down in Florida, and once I left there, I started you know I started my own company, Hogan Art Inc., and um, I've just been doing lots of artwork. But you were heavily, I got to say, like, you impressed me with um, your portrait. Um, You were close with two guys that were. Oh, the guys I work with. The synagogue shooting in Pittsburgh. Yes, folks, it did happen. But Bob was close with two guys, and he made this ridiculously beautiful portrait of these two guys. It's what Dave and. Uh, Cecil Rosenthal. Right. Yeah, and I gave gave it to their parents, who now are in Florida, and the sisters, and, uh, you know, framed it up nice for them, and. Uh, it was uh, it was a real nice bonding moment, and it was cathartic for me because I I spent my afternoons with the guys, you know, made them dinner and did all the stuff I needed to do for the job and whatnot. But you know, it was more than that. They they were real nice guys and beautiful people. And if I might add something, get um, in there, get in yeah, there. I gotta reach. He won't tell you how much time and how much emotion he put into these. I would come home from work and I would see him sitting there. And he would just 
be face deep into his pencil and his paper and just listening to the same album on repeat, which was, uh, what was that? Stephen Wilson. It was Stephen Wilson. I don't know what album it was, though. Um, It was a good album, though. (laughs) That's Steve Wilson from Porcupine Tree? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I love Stephen Wilson. We were just, Bob's really into that. Wow. That's a Sean thing. one of my favorite artists. Really? Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. He's top of the prog. Uh-huh. Uh, guys right now so um yeah i'm trying to think of what the song is that just oh routine yeah. that one kind of um that was about a, a school shooting i believe and uh it just kind of related in a way and i just kept playing that one and it was uh I don't know. yeah and emotion. and emotion well that's like a filter did columbine Columb mind on mm, there. Column Mind. Column yeah. Mind. We were listening to that last night, and it's it's a strong song that came out right after that Columbine shooting. A huge, but I mean, these things impact us. We don't know how to react. Mm-hmm. So you reacted in the best way possible. You made this beautiful portrait of these brothers. Yeah, and, like it, it had to come out of me because I couldn't, uh, you know, I thought about it. Oh, maybe I'll do that. But it just, boom, I had to do it. And I, I think I did it three times before I got it right. So. One more. Or more. So, like Jess, the art is cathartic. It helps. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. She being your witness. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah, sometimes. Um, uh, Yeah. So, what was... Okay, what start... Because I have no talent as far as drawing is concerned. The first time you said, damn, I could do this. Oh, jeez. Were you drawing from, like, album covers or... Uh, oh, <clears throat> well, in high school, I always did, you know, Kansas, yes, uh, turned the yes How did letters. I know that? Roger <laughs> Dean. I knew that. I turned Roger Dean um, style lettering into Genesis and made, you know, t-shirts, things like that. So <laughs> it's um, Kansas Song for America cover I did, and, you know, I'll just, um, yeah, yeah, I was very much into the rock stuff. Uh, um, I was going to say, I... I... I just remember Kansas. This is off topic a little bit, but my parents had a Kansas record when I was growing up. I think it was Kansas that had like dragons or some kind of like serpents on like a like a um, like a waterfall or something. Point of no return was that the maybe it might have been. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to I'll have to look at that. Well, uh, the the first Kansas uh, uh, we went to see them at the Stanley Theater, and uh, remember when it was the Stanley Theater. Even but, Paul Stanley said he remembers the Stanley Theater. <laughs> yes, it was his favorite moment in Pittsburgh. I don't know what that means. I wasn't here, but hey. And that was just such a quiet show and nice. And you could tell that the audience was very sedate. And, you know, it was the, that was the time of, you know, 70s, late 70s. Ah, yes. But then they... Dan Fogelberg. <laughs> yeah, they put out... Um, <laughs> just is like all chill. <laughs> <laughs> but when they put out... Um, What's the one you sing? Carry, on my word, son. Carry yeah, um, Carry on my wayward son. That a leftover to your album. You mean the supernatural? Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. That's why most kids today know supernatural. I know Kansas from supernatural. Right, right. But yeah, it's still but, it, it, all right. Different crowd. The the beer drinking crowd came out. Let's say, <laughs> you know, blood in the bathroom. You know, everybody's smashing mirrors and all that stuff. It was just a total different vibe, and um, so uh, I understand. But we did see Kansas recently coming to uh, back to the Stanley, which is now the Benetton. Yes, hmm. 
I was there last night. And uh, was, they were really good. Of course, it didn't have the original singers and things like that. Maybe one or two guys, but very good. That, it, interesting. I love that she said Supernatural, because, yeah, it is the theme song for the... Are those guys getting residual payments, Sean, for <laughs> that song being played every time that show is hit? How does that work? Is Spotify... Every how season do, finale. Bob mm-hmm. is doing uh, the art for Peeler that myself, Bob, and Jess are doing together. And it's all about this psychotic, uh, well, psychologist that's a demon. Mm-hmm. And I saw the artwork today. I saw a lot of stuff today. Got to catch up. Um, where do you want to go with this? Mm-hmm. Um, I love the artwork. So it's never I, ending. I guess we'll have to figure out how to peel back the layers, layers and do that in a way that's yes very visual. So that's going to be interesting. It's going to be very Clive Barker, H.P. <laughs> Lovecraft. Sean, just so you know, you're getting he's getting this like, right now full frontal pretty much we we <laughs> didn't discuss the comic book but um jess is uh i guess uh one of the main characters um who has insight on uh, it came up at a convention the convention what oh yeah the uh, the living dead weekend and, and uh you i don't know you throwing were ideas? texting me no you were just texting me okay. and and autocorrect uh, it was supposed to be people and it turned into peeler and i said what whoa is this a peeler the like a doctor who does this and then jess took over and i took it to that. this dark place and it's like whoa <laughs> i forgot that and then boom. yeah she was like running between our tables and like and it, one thing led to another it's amazing how an idea comes to fruition exactly and we met in under similar terms i insulted his brother he wanted to kill me and now we're friends i didn't want so to kill that... you <laughs> those are always the best friendships oh, you have no idea what was it you were saying what is that uh, stick for beating we... alligators or Jesus something Christ. i forget all right because you guys don't know these guys do know but all right so we we're at ministry what two years ago yeah uh t- october 2017 all right yeah and uh with heather yeah and denise and we were just like in the front row at stage ae on the top level Mm -hmm. and i saw you and your brother go walking by and his brother is blind and had a walker but to me in my jaeger his his stick is walking yeah is blind in my jaeger minded state (laughs) i thought it it, to me it looked like a well like a like a lightsaber or something no alligator hook i thought it was an Uh alligator i was like that dude's guy he's looking for alligator and Denise, my wife, like punched me in the gut. His heart, it's like he's blind, you freaking idiot! I'm like, oh my god! I you didn't breathe. know. I, did, I had no idea. And it was his brother who, oh, yeah, yeah. Go on, you tell the story from there. Oh, that's it. I mean, the it's it, this show's not about that, but you know, <laughs> for another time. What a what a cop. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. What were we talking about? Okay, so anyway. Peeler. <laughs> what Peeler. gets you into... Yeah, so Peeler. Um, we talked about the first issue. You kind of read my ideas. Where mm-hmm. do you want to go with this character, this H.P. Uh, Lovecraft, demonologist, psychologist? Jess, chime in if you want to. Uh, it's, <clears throat> well, you know, I'd like to see some action. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so not just... We're not just going to be a one-on-one session in a room. We're going to... You want violence. Uh Jeez, not necessarily violence, but yes. I I don't know. See, I'm a big Donnie Darko fan, so I one of my favorite movies. I want it to mess with 
you know, mess with your brain, really okay. make you think, kind of like you have to read it twice to really find some more things in it. Should we incorporate a, a Sean character? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. He'd give you one of the clients walking in, I think. Hell yeah. yeah. I can get killed. <laughs> no. I can get peeled. Okay. We can do that, yeah. The bass player that, that just couldn't be. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't good enough. So, so we were just talking with Bob, and uh, but back to Jess. Jess, you know your your music creativity and your abilities. Um, you know where where do you, where what inspires that? Where where do you get your inspiration for your lyrics for for your music? It's very poetic, and very very tragic, right? But but where does that come from? Um, everything that I write is straight up from my past. I I like to basically write music that would possibly help somebody else who was going through the same things that I was going through. So a lot of my past comes from my mother passing when I was six. Um, and I had an eating disorder that began when I was around 10. I struggled with self-harm and a lot of, you know, just different forms of addiction. Um, and, you know, I growing up, my mom was an alcoholic us and she was also a paraplegic so it kind of you know things weren't exactly the easiest um you know it's I grew up in a different environment 
than most mm-hmm. kids, I guess. So, um, you know, I, I had to learn how to cope. And I let's just say I didn't cope correctly. <laughs> um, you know, so I, I coped through controlling my eating. And um, I, I'm an anorexic. I've been recovering for the last two years. Um, I'm just now starting to really you know, get it in there and <laughs> get better. Um, I'm healthy enough. That's why it took me so long just to get on the show. I've been, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it took me a, a year to, you know, just get back to David and be like, okay, I can breathe again. When are we doing this? You know, <laughs> like I tried not to push it. Yeah, no. And you did great with that. <laughs> I knew how to back off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just, you know, I, I've struggled with mental illness my entire life. People always ask me, oh, well, when did you notice you started becoming depressed? Uh, <laughs> when? Um, <laughs> how about when was the last time I felt normal? That's a better question. But, yeah. So, I I struggle with mental illness. I, you know, I have PTSD from traumatic issues that I've had with abusive people, um, mm-hmm. like, sexually and mentally from past boyfriends, things like that. And, you know, that's... That's hard to deal with, especially when you get it two times in a row. <laughs> but it, it taught me a lot of stuff, you know. Like, I I had to become an agoraphobic to really appreciate what's outside, you know. And uh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I can't follow that. <laughs> I don't know. I got a lot of... I got a lot of past, but that's what inspires me, you know. It, I, I know how it hard it is. It comes out in your art. Mm-hmm. Strongly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's just the kind of person I am, too. Like, just for an example, what was it, two days ago, I I went home for the first time in, like, what, a week? Because I, I've been staying at my boyfriend's house. And I went home, and my landlord, um, he's my neighbor. He, we're, like, connected house-wise. Um, his girlfriend, question mark? His lady friend, she was sitting in her car and I went out for a cig and I was kind of avoiding going outside because I it's cold <laughs> and I don't like cold because I'm from Florida. <laughs> um, but yeah, what so are you doing here? <laughs> I don't I don't know. <laughs> My mom grew up here. We were just drawn to it. <laughs> I understand. I'm a transplant. <laughs> and I can't leave. Yeah, literally. <laughs> transplant and you can't leave. All right. We get it. Yeah. But yeah, so I was sitting outside and I was just listening to music. I was listening to some Amanda Palmer because I love that woman more than I love life itself. God, I love her. Um, <laughs> I'm going to write that down. I want to meet her. Back her out. <laughs> I, Research. Research. I want to meet Amanda Palmer so bad. I would love to collab with her because she does a lot of stuff. She actually just came out with this one song. That can happen here. <sighs> I would cry. Yeah, put it out there. I would literally cry. She just came out with this song that was about, um, uh, it's called Mr. Weinstein Will See You Now. And it's. Yeah, and I, wow, and I related to that hard, mm-hmm. you know, because of my past, and I mean, I listen to it daily, and it just makes me cry every time. Like it's so deep, and the way she writes is so phenomenal that I just, uh. anyways. So damn, <laughs> yeah. no, I don't know about this. Yeah, no, Holy I, shit. I love them. I mean, have you seen my eyebrows? <laughs> they, they are hers. No, I, I haven't. <laughs> By the way, any. she traded blonde for gray today. So. Yes. And a little blue hinge. Blue, yeah. It was supposed to hinge? be purple. Hinge? I don't hinge. know what happened. 
<laughs> but uh, right. Sorry, I get so gray is in right now. Oh, Unless you're old. So like... is that permanent makeup? Your eyebrows? <laughs> no, no. I yeah. actually did these out front. Oh wow. <laughs> The question is, when you don't have a choice and you are gray, what color will you dye your hair? I don't know. I've been going. <laughs> I love that question. I've been going for white for so long that like. White works for you. Yeah. That, yeah. Okay. Because I'm pasty. Pasty white. <laughs> pasty white. white. Huh? You look like Harley. Yeah. I, Harley my, Quinn. My town knows me as HQ. It, they have for the last like three years. Mm-hmm. My my boyfriend even knows me as Harley Quinn. I I can't even stress this enough. I have a Harley ring. <laughs> like I have Harley tattoos. I yeah. Anyways. But so. that being said, her portrayal in that movie was that's a reason to watch that movie. Uh, oh yeah. I forget the movie. Uh, Suicide Squad. Thank so, you. You know I, I ha- never saw it. I never. I have the old issues. She's the reason to watch it, right? She really is. The yeah. only reason, really. She's Honestly, kind of, yeah. And she was uh, also the uh, ice skating fiend. Uh, oh, yeah. Tanya in Harding. the Tanya movie. Margot yeah, Robbie is... She, amazing actress. That You can do both those roles. <laughs> Fantastic, yes. I, Harley Quinn is the reason to watch. You need to see that, just for her. Yes. Yeah, yeah the Joker, I mean, I love Jared Leto. I love 30 Seconds to Mars, but... Eh. I like the first album. Before yeah. they went all emo, you know, yeah. Edge of the World or Edge of the, what is it? Edge sitting on the edge of the world or something. I don't know. First release. See, I'm as emo as it gets. Uh, I had the fringe haircut that I did myself, the eyeliner down to my. In some circles, that's considered anime. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. Me and anime don't mix well. <laughs> Ooh, you'd I've, be surprised. I've tried, but speaking of emo, if you like emo, you need to check out Sunny Day Real Estate and the singer. From that band that does solo music, his name's Jeremy Enoch. Huh. Um, I'll give you the I'll give you the info before we leave. Before we're done for the day, yeah. But mm-hmm. you check him out. I think you'd like him as an artist. We always hey. have to mention bands yeah. that are turning us on right now. I like Turnstile. Have you heard them yet? They're kind of punk, yeah. California punk. Turnstile, yeah. They will not get back to me. But <laughs> what else is new? Uh, they'll be done in like a year. But fantastic Turnstile. Check them out. You'll like the one video. Amanda it's like Palmer. about as hardcore as uh, and, and uh, Amanda Palmer, but yeah, Turnstile is about as hardcore as California can get, you know, because they're so angry, it's mm-hmm. so sunny out there. <laughs> anyway, so we're gonna get back to another tune with you. You think? Probably, yeah. Probably, yeah. If we do, <laughs> let's say we do. Definitely. What song would this be, and what would I, it be about? All right. So... <laughs> Hypothetically, doing a radio show, uh, maybe. <laughs> Hypothetically. Um, I don't know. Okay, so I was thinking it'd be fitting to do the first song I ever wrote. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I I, at least know all the words to it. So we got that going for me. Let's go. <laughs> well, before we go forward, let's step back a minute. What, ab- what about the inspiration? Sorry, folks. I don't that, even know what that was. That was my phone falling. Jesus. <laughs> like an angel just <laughs> fell on my head. Oh my we can goodness. cut that out. Sean. What were what was the inspiration for the you know the lyrics from the song that you the first song you played today? Where where did that come from right, emotionally? Right. So I I almost completely forgot about what I was talking about earlier. My brain goes from one thing it to another. It happens in this room. It's very distracting in here. In, in case you can look around. <laughs> right, right. So. Um, oh wait, I, I I have to give you some shit. Here's some shit. <laughs> I I actually handed her some shit. You can take that home. Sticky poo. <laughs> oh, my dad's gonna have so much fun with this, though. Yeah, it's it's a turd you can throw at the wall and it sticks. 
I'm stuck here. <laughs> but uh, so my right. So what had happened two days ago? I'll just really long story short. Um, if I see that somebody's like sad or something, I kind of do the shit okay i gotta go help him i gotta because like i can't ignore it i'm You're so bad a good at person. it yeah i work well i work at a uh at a nursing home for people with dementia and mm-hmm. i've gotten yelled at because i sit down and i talk with people like we have a veteran there and i talk to him mm-hmm. and he shakes my hand you know that's legally all i can really say but <laughs> yep. you know that being said i that's what i do i like hearing people's stories i like talking to them i may not exactly have the best advice but i try to talk through with experience okay well this is what helped me so you know i'm in here to listen and so this girl i you know i waved to her and she you know kind of looked at me and went oh shit (laughs) you know like oh you can see me crying in my car and so i like threw my cig i was like all right let's do this thing and i like went up to her and she's like get in my car and i was like okay and i sat there and i talked to her for probably two and a half hours Mm -hmm. just about you know she didn't know what to do and a lot of it was uh, being in a controlling relationship and, you know, not feeling like you're stuck, you know, just feeling like you can't escape and that you're nothing without somebody else. And I completely got that. And I, she actually has an eating disorder too. She is in her fifties and, you know, she was like, holy shit, why are you doing this? Why are you doing the same things I'm doing? And I was like, well, same (laughs) you know why are you doing the shit that i'm doing so you know you were placed there Mm -hmm. for that moment in time yep her and i were laughing because she was like why are you where you're at you don't belong here and i looked at her i'm like you're an artist you don't belong here either she's like shut up (laughs) i was like yeah this pump this pump no no matter what you believe in you know you you were put there for a reason and um yeah yeah Mm -hmm. Hmm. and that you know that kind of kick-started it too because i was like I have to, you know, I stopped playing music for a while because I was focusing on myself. And uh, let's just say I did a lot of stupid shit the last six months. And a lot of a lot of stuff happened. And I was like, all right, let's focus on myself. I became selfish. But I just realized I'm not that person. You know, the only way that I can be happy is if I help other people. And that's what my music is. And I've been sitting here trying to write my pain about, like, breakups and all this other cliche crap and I couldn't do it I could not do it I know how to write about pain and I know how to write about helping people and you know helping guide people through what they need to get through that's all I know and that's all I've ever known I mean even our family we've we don't care about money we don't care about shit like that we want to help people as long as that's what we're doing we're happy and that's kind of where that song stemmed from you know Mm -hmm. I started writing it and I was like you know, nobody else has ever heard of Herrenbacks, so let's see if... <laughs> you made it personal. I did. Yeah. I have, but we called it something different. Um, we called it Tickle Scratch. Um, <laughs> my mom used to do, do it to us the same mm-hmm. as you described, you know, either from the bottom up or the neck down. Yeah. You know, and go down, you know, you go down the back, and mm-hmm. you go down the sides, and, you know, there's a lot of, like, you know, sensory receptors back there. Yeah. Your back's not used to getting probably touched like that. It's you know? it's a, it's like and a mother's touch. It's you know? very soothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good, be, it's a good way to soothe. can't be replaced. It's uh-uh. just, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. But you capture it in the song. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's that's why I threw it in there because that's something you know. I let's just say I've had a lot of things taken from me that I can never get back. You know, uh, I'm sure we all have. We're human. Mm-hmm. Um, but that you know that song really 
localizes on the, you know, I can't get that back. I know I'll never be able to, but through my, honestly, through my mental illness, through my eating disorder and things like that, I, I still get that. I get it through her ghost, which, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm Wiccan, I'm pagan, so I kind of believe in a slew of stuff, but, you know, I am big in paranormal stuff, and I don't know whether it was her actual ghost or whether it was my mental illness, because I also have psychotic moments, um, but, you know, it, I got to relive that, and that's something to appreciate, you know. I believe that people come to you from there. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they definitely direct you where you're supposed mm-hmm. to go. And if you have that guilty moment, you're like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. That's them saying, yeah, you shouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah. But they're also pointing you in the right direction. So I believe in that. That's where my faith is. Yeah. I believe in that. And we're going to see these people again. People mm-hmm. ask me, they're like, oh, you're religious? I'm like, no, I have faith. I don't know that I'm religious. I know yeah. that the people that are gone, dogs included, yeah, um, I'm going to see them again. Yeah. You know, and that's where my faith is. And I'm surprised at how many people, and people you know too, Sean, that look at me like, oh, that's a good way to look at it. I'm like, how did you never look at it that way? Yeah. You mm-hmm. want to see your mom again. There's so many people I want to see again, yeah. you know, and too many. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like, well, you can capture it in a song and keep them alive. Yeah. And you're doing that. Mm-hmm. And that's fantastic. I love what you're doing. Um, so this song, we are yes. we ready? You know, yeah, I think I am. Because sure. this will, yeah, this encapsulates my mom. You know, I didn't think mm. I'd be sitting here talking about her, but you know, it's it's part of my past. Um, You're very spontaneous. So I am extremely you... impulsive and spontaneous. Yes, so you were <laughs> meant to talk about it and sing about it. Yeah. Yes, we're gonna leave you alone, and we're gonna do a commercial real quick, and get right back with. Uh, you want to say your name yourself? <laughs> my name is Jess Weary. Let me just say, my love of tattoos is so deep. I even tattooed the inside of my eyelids so I could see my rat tats like all the time. I just tattooed my hamster and man, now it looks so much cooler now. Oh, and yeah, that reminds me, don't forget to bring your pets in too. At Prize on Wednesdays, that's wild, like it's so deep, you're so very brave and yet so very bold. Alright ladies, what do you say? Let's get the show on the road. <laughs> you tell me to do something you bet you're damn right yeah, i'm not gonna do the it opposite. Like, and with fire oh god yeah dude i'm a leo of course it's <laughs> oh god. bringing the flames another leo oh, oh yeah geez. why do you think my hair is so fluffy <laughs> <laughs> and gray <laughs> yeah but uh you know that we would always say see i remembered <laughs> see what uh <clears throat> they'd always say you don't know it until you live it you know you don't know it until you go through it see so i i am not an alcoholic i will put that out there i've been around people who've gone through it i do consider myself an addict of some sort because i have struggled with many different addictions um but alcohol i actually avoid it like the fucking plague because i know for a fact that my ass is gonna get addicted you know yeah. I, so okay addictive personality so you you think there's a tendency with anything you get into, mm-hmm. you go in 110%. Yeah, once I start, I can't stop. Hmm. But, uh, you know, with that. That could be, you. you mm-hmm. when I met you, you said it was caffeine. Uh-huh. Yep. And because I, I, I offered, we were doing a convention, the, uh, what, the Night of the Living Dead Fest. Yep. 
Zelenopol. I, I was going for, on a coffee run. And you're like, uh, no, no, I'm all for that. I'm like, yeah. whoa. I, actually, I was off coffee for a while myself. Mm-hmm. It is. That's extremely addicting. Yeah. I went to tea. Tea is healthier. Yes. Okay, we got your dad on the matcha. <laughs> good stuff. Matcha tea is good. Matcha tea is good for you, folks. <laughs> Hashtag not sponsored. Yes, not at all. <laughs> Although Starbucks, hey, what's Ooh, up? Oh, yes. Oh, that cold mo- Anyway. Right. So, um, yeah, no, even with coffee. I mean, there's the reason I stay away from coffee now is because of my anxiety. But for the longest time, I would go to AA. And I... You know, I loved being there because they don't necessarily make support groups for self-harmers, you know. And I just recently found out they do make them for eating disorders, but they're not So you went to AA meetings, even though you... I've been going to AA for probably three or four years now. Yes. Now, not for you or to avoid what could be you or for other people. What, how... So... (laughs) My friend always said this is like a fight club situation, I think. Or I think (laughs) it was fight club. Um... I could be wrong on my movie, but there, I know there was one character who like went to AA or something. And yeah, anyways, so <laughs> so I was getting made fun of for that. No, but, I understand. <laughs> but yeah, so I would go with my aunt because not only did I want to understand what my mother went through because I had a lot of resentment for her being a drug addict and her drinking all the time. I mean, you know, you probably have resentment for her passing. Um, yeah, definitely because <laughs> you know, in my head, I thought like she passed from sepsis, but initially it was because she didn't take care of herself from what I understand anyways I keep finding new shit out every year I get older but (laughs) you know it I I have a lot of resentment and I the biggest thing was oh my mom was just an alcoholic you know but I understand that you know I get where she was coming from now that I'm older and now that I've gone you know to AA multiple times I always went to open meetings and my aunt she is an alcoholic and I mean, you know, she's she's my world. We have our ups and downs, but I love her to death. You okay saying this? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and um, her and I would go, and I don't. I it was a it was a ritual for us. You know, we'd go every Sunday, and then we'd have a deep conversation afterwards. And you know, I went because I was struggling with my self harm, and you know those those people, they didn't know who I was, but they treated me just the same it was a family you know it was a family of people who don't have their shit together and want to they just want to survive you know we they always say we have an option of living uh we can die from this disease or we can die with this disease and I always wanted to die with it not from it you know I didn't want to accidentally like slip my wrists one day and be like oh that's the end I didn't want to starve myself to death you know I so I recovered, you know, I, I worked the 12 steps. I'm not a big God person, but I believed in the God within myself. We talked. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, th- I needed to be my own higher power at the time. I needed to get my shit together. And I was able to sit there and cry with these people. And, you know, that that's what did it for me. I could sit there and talk to people about their pain. And we all understood and that was the biggest thing, you know. Mutual respect. Yeah, 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 exactly. And, you know, there was this one woman that I met there. And uh, she, I actually have a tattoo dedicated to her. It's a dragonfly. You do? A, I, I do. A dragonfly. Yes. Uh, that actually means something to me, too. The mm-hmm. weird. Okay. <laughs> Dragonflies. Where? Where? It is on my leg nice. right there. If you can see it. 
Okay, really, so this woman affected you? She did. Um, I didn't know much about her. Um, we we bonded over... That was her head. She hit her head on the mic. It was really funny. <laughs> we bonded, I'm just kidding. We bonded over Sarah Brightman because I love opera. I... You know, I grew up singing Phantom of the Opera in my fucking sleep, and I'm not exaggerating. My sister can vouch for me on that. I would literally sing it in my sleep. I had a sick obsession. Still do. But we bonded over Sarah Brightman, and, you know, I'd known her for like two years, barely knew anything about her, just, you know. Did you ever see Repo, the opera? Repo, the genetic opera. Uh, With Terrence Zunick. Bill Mosley. Bill Mosley. Yeah, Terrence Zunick someday, hit me someday up. Someday I'll get you to listen to my Bill Mosley episodes. Uh, he is my god. I, I listened love him. to one of them. I would love to meet He's that man. He's so much fun. Uh, Come God. come with us to Indianapolis. I guarantee it. But move I on. Wanna. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> yeah. Tara Zudek, hey, hit me up. I want to be in one of your films. Uh, Devil's Carnival 3. <clears throat> you know? <I'd laughs> but, um, yeah. So I, I was talking to her for a while. And there was one day I was just having... I had just started recovery. I, I You know, I was only a couple weeks into being at clinic, which was a five-day-a-week partial hospitalization where I had to refeed. And I mean, it was, I was a, I was a mess, you know, like as with any recovery, you know, it, it's hard. And she, yeah. And she saw me and she's like, how have you been? I haven't seen you in so long. Cause she had relapsed and you know, she, uh, was, I finally saw her at a meeting. I was like, Oh my God, you're back. Hey, like, are you okay? How are things going? We had a long conversation and she showed me a scar, um, uh, on her wrist and it was, um, you know, it was from her attempting to commit suicide and she has a dragonfly tattoo. And she said that, you know, dragonflies always helped her through. And for me, dragonflies are my thing. Like I see them and that's when I know I have hope. What does that mean? That's what that means to you? Yep. Uh, someone close to me, um, constantly has dragonflies flying around them and, and she thinks it's, um, her relatives visiting. Yep. For me, it's a monarch butterfly. If like I know it's my mom. If I see a monarch, which is kind of funny because one time I, I may or may not have been not sober, but <laughs> I <laughs> I had a real eye opening experience. We put with hope that. in different things. Yes, I yes, mean, we do. Yeah, but uh, let's just say uh, I saw a monarch and I'm like, oh my god, hello, hi mom, how are you? And then a fucking bird came down and ate it, and I was like, well. <laughs> she was like, like i'll show you it's like well if that doesn't say something i don't know what does no, no she was going for the hard lesson in yeah. life sometimes <laughs> birds will swoop down and eat you but you know what the memory remains to me that's like so you like metallica uh, let's switch to megadeth yeah, right slayer on the half shell i went from stevie nicks to metallica real Ooh, fast stevie nicks Landslide. my first love mm-hmm. you don't know any of that Oh, no. Can you play? Mm, I I will be actually on 420 if you want to come to the event. The Edge of 17. You're not going to play that. Oh, no. I will be playing Landslide. Okay, where? Say it again. So, 420. (laughs) Stoners, please come. We'll have a lot of pizza. We're doing a promotion for our... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. By our, I mean me, my father, um, Bob... Uh, a good friend of ours, Everett Foster. He is actually a children's book writer, and he is an artist. He has a 
um, thing called Morbid, Art, Morbid Arts and Broken Boards uh, with his buddy Alex. And we all teamed up and we're going to have this event because we'd like to open up a shop for skateboarders because locally in Evan City and Zillianople, we don't have a lot of stuff, you know, especially skateboard related. I'm a, you know, I do enjoy skateboarding. My boyfriend is very big in skateboarding. I'm, I still can't ollie for shit, but I'm trying. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, so we're doing that. It's going to be like an art gallery, um, things like that. And we'll be selling all of our art. We'll be having some vendors selling their own stuff. It's just a fundraiser, basically. You know, um, and it'll be at the Harmony Museum in mm. harmony pa cool place which is yeah which is right by zillianople it's right off 68 mm-hmm. um and we we rent it out a, a nice big place we'll have pizza food five dollar admission um, what date again 420 <laughs> 2019 <laughs> <laughs> yep um, and then you, you must hit up jess before that though and we're gonna hear more jess shortly yes i'm not sure what we're gonna hear um Okay, so I have I have two options, and I kind of want you to choose for me. Ooh. Yep, I have two. I have one. It is the first song that I ever wrote, um, and it's you know about my mom. It's called Through to the End. But us talking about dragonflies, I have another song that I I've played. Um, I've actually cried playing it live, which is kind of ironic because I you know like I said I don't really um, just, show emotion. I, how am I supposed to make that decision? <laughs> Um, hmm. You got it. This makes me cry. This one makes uh, um. You'll cry no matter what. It's okay. Um, but that one's called Home, and it's it's about my little uh, spot in Evan City. It's more nature based, but it's just about how I can escape. You know, I escape and I I go to nature for my help. Everybody's got their something, and Everyone, I love that. Everyone's got their safe haven. Yes, you got your place and time. Um, I'm not going to make that decision on the air. Stay with <laughs> us, and we'll get right back to you with what happens Surprise. next. <laughs> My name's Meg Leachin, and I'm listening to Kettle Whistle Radio. Thank you so much. Cheers. Let's group up. <laughs> I don't even know the lyrics. Let's creep up. I saw all four of them while they were still alive. All four alive. The Ramones. Anyway, so we're back. Hello. I don't know how to wrap this one up, man. This was deep. Deep, 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 deep. I got the songs. You do. <laughs> I write the song. Isn't that Barry Manilow? <laughs> all right. So. Um, in closing, uh, we're thinking about a live performance here one more time, but Sean has some input, I think, musically. No? 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 Input. Come on. (laughs) You always come to me when I have nothing. I know, but (laughs) we're we're missing you for the past half hour, so. I missed the last segment, I mean. (laughs) Here, here, read this. Wait, this is important. (laughs) This is something I got in the mail. What? Look at this. Look at what it is, and then pass it down. Especially because uh, Bob is a dad. <laughs> let him. Let, let, I want to know. Go ahead. Kidnapper sleeping bags. <laughs> Overnighter sleeping bags that unzip into sixty-eight by sixty-nine bed comforters. And it's called the kidnapper. I've never heard them. Sixty-eight called. by pass sixty-nine ways. I want, I want Bob to see this. I, I need a father's reaction. They're literally just. <laughs> 
you know, sleeping bags, but they're called kidnapper sleeping bags. Bob, would you buy this for Jess? Yeah. <laughs> I'll take one. Yeah. She's like, I'll buy it. I'll nap, buy it like me. the kid's gonna nap, right? But <laughs> is that you know. like that's some janky looking? That's like, is that Scooby? Is this I like early eighties? No, this? man, I got. I just got that in the mail. It's like it's trying to be Scooby, like but it's not that. Yeah, no, it's my mailbox. I swear to God, ruh row, ruh row, raggy, ruh row. Where the re rakes? I need re rakes. Oh, Worth my Scooby snacks. <laughs> oh, I used right, to so, love those Scooby snack like kid food. Oh yeah, <gasps> they were like graham crackers, I think. <laughs> so me and Sean, so we're going to go see Lords of Acid. Sure. Yeah. With orgy opening up, orgy. I cannot wait for orgy. I don't. I know it's before Jess's time, but not really. I can't wait to see orgy. Now, Lords of Acid. I don't. Bob, do you remember you know, Lords of Acid? I do not. They were what? You what, know, what do you call them? What do you call that? Punk industrial. No. Just offensive? No. Wait, come on. They started as like... Uh, um, uh, I'm going to get this. House music. I'm going to get this wrong. It was like a f- industrial dance band. Yeah. Came FDM. But they became... But, but man, they became so much more. Very offensive. Lots of nudity on stage and sexual references on stage. and Yeah. They, I, I forget the terminology for like how they started the name of the type of music it Drugs. was. Drugs. Yeah. But you know who's playing <laughs> with them now that I just found out is uh, Sin Quirin from Ministry, the guitar player. Yes. He's going to be. He's playing he's with not only that, but we saw Power Man 5000 and um, the bass player, Merv. Merv. Played with House. Crazy. Uh, uh, I mean, Lords of Acid. Yes. He was nuts. Fantastic. Anyway, yeah. but. He's a wild guy. I I agree, but that's coming up. Uh, we're going to what? What what club? The Rex on the Rex. I think yeah. Is it February? What? I don't know. I forget. Look it up, folks. Go to the Rex orgy and House of Pain. I mean Lords of Acid. Uh, <laughs> but we're here with um, Jess, who is actually fondling a <laughs> a piece of shit that I gave to her. I gave her shit today. I don't remember being did. packaged. I know, right? <laughs> You know, apparently you throw it; it's supposed to stick. If is it, it sticks, scr- is it a scratch and sniff? I uh, God, I hope. Come <laughs> Moving um, on. Smells like a processing. <laughs> yeah, it just smells like plastic. So, <laughs> just how do we come out of this? No, I feel like if you throw it, it does like the whole thing, you know, to the wall. Actually, yeah, it, 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 it will like just flurp like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jess. <laughs> Can you get us out of this gutter situation? Yeah, uh, sure. So um, explain. So, <laughs> we we decided to go with. Um, well, I decided, I guess, to go with a song that I've only ever performed it live, uh, and it was at my my show. We did a thing called Celebration of Spirit, and that was it. Was supposed to be like a fundraiser. Uh, sadly, not. Not too many people showed up, but boo. It, boo. <laughs> um, but it was it, when I started recovery. Um, I was, I didn't perform or anything, so I finally was like, all right, I gotta, we gotta do something. You know, it was in a way the show was in tribute to one of my dad's friends, um, who was going through cancer at the time, and. You know, it's a celebration of spirit. It's a celebration of life. You know, the reasons why we're here. That's what the entire event was about. Um, I wanted to donate to, like, to write love on her arms because that is, I mean, they've, needless to say, they have saved me, you know, in many different ways. It's a nonprofit organization for people struggling with 
drug addiction, self-harm, um, suicide, you know, things like that. Um, probably one of the top top tier um, places to get help for sure uh, for people, who, you know, they understand. So, um, but yeah, that's what that event was about. And it was my first, you know, time performing in a really long time. And I, I actually had to hold back tears when I was playing this one. Because one thing my sister always told me was, um, you can't, you don't find a safe haven, you make it. And I was intent my entire life on finding myself a safe haven, just someplace where I could go. Because I, you know, when anxiety hits, everywhere is unsafe, even your own skin, you know, so. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, you know, anyone who, who's been in Evan City, um, there's this place right off Main Street and it's. It's a little creek. That's all it is. It's just this tiny creek. I, I sit on a sewer grate thing, you know, and I I would go there and I would just breathe, you know. I would just, I'd be okay, and that was my safe haven for a while. I made that into my safe haven. And so this, you know, I'd always see dragonflies going by anytime I was having a negative thought or, like, if I told myself, okay, you can do this, you'll be okay, just have faith, a dragonfly would pass by, and I'd be like, oh, Oh, that's a sign. <laughs> I feel like that that's okay. I can do this. I got this. We talked off air and yeah, dragonflies mm-hmm. in my life too. It just yeah. they show up at strange times. Yeah. Even yeah. when they're not supposed to. It's a message, yeah. It really is. And uh yeah, so I funny thing is actually the first time I played that, I I played it at Celebration of Spirit. It was one of the last songs I did. I was up on stage by myself, you know, I and a dragonfly passed by while I was singing it and I lost it. I was like, Oh God, okay. Don't cry. Don't cry. Don't cry. Um, now I'm a lot better with like crying and stuff. You know, I'm not as uh, easy to make cry unless you watch movies. I movies my father makes me watch called, oh. uh, <laughs> I kill giants. Thanks for the tears. I sobbed like a child. I want to see them. Cause see you guys, it. it's that good. Yeah, it's my, my other emotional sci-fi. Me out it's, it it's a metaphor. Let let Bob tell us what that movie is about. I I, <laughs> well, I, I kill I can, giants. I, it's it, oh, it's hard to tell you what's it about because it's uh, deeply emotional. And if if you t- if I say what it's about, then if you try to watch okay. it, okay, it'd be really difficult. Okay, so, so you highly you recommend. To, yeah, it's a build up of things happening. Drama, sci fi, fantasy. Drama, fantasy, uh, fantasy. Very fantasy. I'm in. Okay. Yeah. Sean, mm-hmm. uh, cinematography is really good. Sean, Sean's a Godzilla fan, so I'm not sure where he's going to go with this. <laughs> well, on top where do of we, it, where do we see this at? Where is this? Where Netflix? Is this? It's on Netflix. Is it Netflix? I didn't find it there. Hulu. Hulu. Uh, if it's not Netflix, it's Hulu. Are you on that? Hulu. Yeah. I'm gonna get it. Ah. Oh. We'll the va- get a review they're... from Sean. Yeah. Again, okay. hashtag not sponsored, <laughs> but should be. Need <laughs> her on the show more often. <laughs> I watch a lot of YouTube. Boom. Um. <laughs> okay, kid. Yeah. So you're back on the spot. Yes. 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 So the song is it, it's a good one. It's about my safe haven, which is that little that little spot, uh, in you know in in the woods, kind of yeah. <laughs> On top of that sewer grate, I like looking at the water. Um, <laughs> this is called Home, or I'm Coming Home. Either or, I don't know, my songs aren't exactly properly named yet. So. Mm. 
Should I move the mic down or whatever you want? Are you comfortable that, there? Oh, this that one. one for the guitar. Yeah, that's up to Sean. I may actually have to move back too because I gaffer, built. gaffer, gaffer. <laughs> I, I built a Sorry, little in this one. Boom, boom, gaffer, boom, boom. Sean, boom, gaffer, boom, 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 gaffer. Where the bad folks go when they die? Don't go to heaven where the angels fly. Fire and fry. Is this, bam, you, bam. is this where you can just insert the slipknot boom knock oh. <laughs> just oh. In. oh yeah break into some jonathan davis right now oh man. yeah <laughs> all right anyway all right i'm gonna apologize in advance if i mess up i say this before every gig every time i perform a song that i may not remember and if I mess up, I'm just gonna laugh about it because that's 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 what I do. So, all right. <laughs> Aww. My dad drew a dragonfly on the paper. A bluebird sang me a song on my walk back from the only place I call my own Sang me a story of a girl who had her heart glued to her sleeve Her spirit she slowly lost in the dirt and the dust in what the bluebird had to say I'd empathize with the girl who'd lost her way Her haven was the trees hidden from all humanity My home lies with a creek Nothing but my mother staring back at me Where the bird said, little girl, weeping you're not alone Come rest your hand on this worry stone say just take me home well years went by in a quiet little town I find myself staring at the glasses on the wall a rough day Feels like a rough life when the only thing I hear is a bar keeps a last call. Then I see seductive glances in my way. Won't let me leave till I have some. 
say I almost shed a tear when he whispers in my ear but I think back of a time when a caring bird sung away all of my fears When that bird said little girl weeping you're not alone Come rest your hand on this worry stone And here you'll stay when you have to say Just take me So, you know, when you hear good stuff, when it takes you to another place, I forgot where I was. <laughs> I forgot. I was like in your zone. Like, oh, wait, I have stuff I have to do right now. Uh, amazing. Thank you. Dad? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. You should hear it live when I start screaming those. I, well, I, it, it would be loud. See, my thing is like, I, when I perform, I go all in and I can't do it unless I'm performing. Where Maria I mean, Brink? Yeah, like my <laughs> Amanda Palmer style too. You know, uh. my voice will crack and my, I'll get grunty and raspy and it'll just it happens and that's my emotion. My emotion throws. I would love shows. to see what you would do with like a punk or industrial oh, sound. I've always wanted to try. 
<laughs> Just those people are sketchy, as we know, Sean. <laughs> that's, um, a, that's a song. Called Emotional throws. Emotional throws. Yeah. Yeah. That is a song right there. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. Write yeah. that one down. Okay. Uh, <laughs> He's well, always writing song ideas down. That was incredible. Thank you. <laughs> Nothing. Two thumbs up from Sean. Two big thumbs up. But they don't hear that. You, yeah, I mean, I don't know what to say. It was just, you, you mean, know, she has, I was t- I was telling her dad earlier, she has a lot of, you know, very powerful different inflections and timbers to her voice that as you sit there and listen to it, there's so tug much. Tug at the heartstrings. There's so much to pick out of yeah. that. You know, another singer that was a lot like that for me personally was Lane Staley from Alice in Chains. Thank you. You yes. could hear the power in his voice yes. and you could hear. Lane, yeah, real pain, real places. There was places. so much yeah. going on in his voice. There's a lot going on in her voice. And we know it comes from a real place. Yeah. Yeah. If you yeah. listened prior to that song, you'd know it comes from a real play. Real yeah. Play, but yeah, Lane, Lane, yeah. Yeah, I mean, di- totally yeah. different artists, right? But, but you know, vocal vocal delivery, yeah, obviously completely different. But um, the power and the, and the, the intricacies of her voice. Oh, you I know, get a lot unique. of that. I get a lot of that inspiration too from like Chris Cornell and oh, man. you know Eddie Vedder. I grew up listening to Pearl Jam and yeah. Andy Andy Wood. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I, you know, I love it. I my only goal with my music was to like performing. I don't care if I'm good. I could honestly, I could care less. I just want people to know that there's emotion there. That's it. You know, like I. Yeah, that's that's where it what comes you from. just provided twice. Um, yeah, pretty much is testimonial evidence that, <laughs> yeah, it comes from a real place. And um, yeah, I forgot what we were doing while you were singing. I'm like that. Yeah, you took me somewhere else. And that's that's important. I think it's it's awesome. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, female artists that you who do you listen to? Uh, female, not male. Okay, female, uh, everyone. So I'm a big Maria Mena fan. Okay. I like Maria Brink. Mm-hmm. We talked Mar- about that. Throw the mic oh, yeah. around and yeah. wear um, Hailstorm. I mean, I. <laughs> Where? What is Janis she? Joplin, Stevie Nicks. I can go on. Stevie Nicks is I go, a goddess. I go from so many different genres. Sarah Brightman, like um, Avril Lavigne. I even, I mean, I even love Demi Lovato. And that's like. A thing that most people don't expect from me. They don't mm-hmm. expect me to listen to pop, but her specifically, I'm a very big fan of because you know of her struggles and stuff. I still um, love Hole and Oats. <laughs> <laughs> I love my punk, my metal, whatever the hell. Yeah. But I'll go back to Hole and Oats and like, damn, these guys still they made great rock and roll. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. Oh, totally. Uh, w- guilty pleasure uh, in music. Where, what's your? <laughs> there's got to be one. Are you like a new kids fan? Backstreet right. Boys. What the hell's a new one now? All right. Oh, so oh, here we go. Here we go. I have you can ride this. <laughs> I have two guilty pleasures. One, okay, technically three, but one of them I don't consider a guilty pleasure because I own it. I love Blackwell Brides with a burning passion. I will never stop. That's and not bad. People always make fun of me for it, and I'm like, <laughs> shut up. Please, I came but, from the glam rock era. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry. But <laughs> so my two guilty pleasures. Oh God. One of them is ICP, Insane Clown Posse. <laughs> oh, you're a juggalo. No, 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 no. <laughs> See, I am not a juggalo or a juggalette. I just, the great Malenko, I'd listen to that album 
yeah. on repeat when I needed angry clean. <laughs> I, I had a friend that just, he loved that album. It, I knew that. It's she, the only one I like. It's a really like. great album. I've never actually really listened to them other than with that friend, but... Um, I may have it on yeah. my phone. Uh, uh, Woodstock um, footage of them was enough for me. <laughs> uh, naked Clowns. Why do you like them? He hates clowns. He's uh, scared to death. I love clowns. clowns. Terrified. Terrified. But you know, I tried to make him like watch these slasher clown movies. I love slasher clown movies. I actually had a dream. Terrifier. One. Did you watch Terrifier? That that clown was in my dream last night. Be careful with him. Messed me up. I have connections. Actually, uh, Katie McGuire, who's in that movie, Mm -hmm. is going to be on our podcast at some point. You're kidding. Again, she's. I'm sorry. Starting her own show on our podcast network, Society Dash Thirteen dot com, but she's been on our show. Mm-hmm. Yes, Katie. God. Yes, yes. Oh, terrifying. Terrifier. Uh, terrifying. There's one of the most <laughs> horrific scenes ever in that movie. God, I know. You got through that? Oh, yeah. Sean. You're talking to a person who could watch, he, like... He won't watch it. What was that? Um, ho- the Cannibal Holocaust? Like, oh, yeah, I I can we easily watch... We just talked about that last like night. That. But actual animals were killed. I know. Yeah, the yeah. turtle, I believe, and the spider. See, I, I've never watched that film. Really? That, for that reason, I don't mm. know where you are with that. Have you seen that? What is it again? Sean's looking at me like judgmental. No. See, I didn't know until after I Cannibal saw it. Holocaust. They got in trouble for killing real animals yeah. in the oh, film. Oh, no. no hey. probably... That's and... why now they say no animals were killed during our Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Let's just say I don't get phased by much, though. I am very good at uh, not being phased. Like, people, my friend, she actually threw up watching this one movie, um, Hereditary. No, I loved it. I love that movie. It emotionally that messed woman, with her. That woman, what's her name? Uh, Colette, Colette? Colette? The mom? She directed it, you know, uh, from Krampus. She was the mom in Krampus. Tony, Tony Colette. Tony Collette. She did not get anything for that Oscar-wise. And that Nothing? was one of the best freaking movies. That is an amazing. It, oh, you have to watch oh. it. it. My friend threw up watching it because she was so emotionally distraught. And like mm-hmm. messed up from it. I watched it three times in a row. You no have, joke. You have to watch Hereditary three times to get it. Yeah, you really do. You do. Yeah. Two times, sort of get it. Third time, like, oh. Whoa. But like, it, it's raw. Yeah. It's oh. so raw. It makes you really feel what they're feeling. And you're just like, wow. I, and it gives I kinda whole new meaning to the words, word, beheaded. Oh, my God. Ah, I got you. You have to watch this. That one. Oh. You can't unsee that shit. I've had nightmares you... because of that movie. <laughs> And Why I do you just, watch these things? Because uh, I'm, I'm a little messed <laughs> exactly. up. Exactly. <laughs> Same here. Who gives a shit? That's why we listen to the music we listen to. And, and and Sean will tell you, why do you listen to... What's your most disturbing band that you listen to? That when you're in a bad mood, you you have to throw it in. Don't say Slayer. Uh, growing up, it was always ministry. To right. be honest it was with always, you. Yeah, but, you can't lie about that. But, but you know... it. Film-wise... Is there a Film DVD? Line? Yeah, a DVD you throw in when you're feeling bad. Like I want to see people feel worse. No, rent. I don't know. <laughs> what did you say? Wait, what did you say? I said rent. I'm a musical fan. Or, or just Repo the Genetic Opera, Repo, Devil's Carnival. The Gene- Yes. Anything by Terrence, you basically. That. You have to see that. What's that? Repo. Repo. Oh, I saw that with yeah, Bill Mosley. Yeah. Bill Mosley. Bill sings. And... <laughs> Bill yeah. sings. Yeah, he plays a guy named Luigi. Yeah, I does. saw that. And Paris Hilton's in it. Oh. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, but I, ogre. I like her. Isn't there ogre? Yes, an ogre. ogre. Yeah. And what's the girl that's in it? Skinny puppy fan. Wait, yes. are you a skinny puppy yes, fan? Yes, I am. Uh, Sean, you better give the lowdown on that because I think we're gonna have somebody on from there at huh? some point. No. Uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, 
I made, uh, we'll say I made friends with a guy, Rob Robinson, that's in mm-hmm. the band Ogre with Ogre. I uh, just did the last album, Tricks, with him, and uh, I think we're getting ready to set up an interview to have him on, and then maybe eventually have Ogre on. I yeah. want to duet a song Ogre, with Ogre. If you look behind <laughs> you there, Scream Park, Ogre is in that film as the the slasher killer. I'm kidding. Yeah, I, I, why would I? And I have an action figure over yeah. here. Here's Ogre. Wait. Ogre here, plays he, Pavi. Yeah, yeah, he kind of fell apart, but that's Ogre right there playing Iggy. Oh in, my God! In Scream Park, yeah, I that's, love that's it. Ogre holding, a, <laughs> holding a scalp. Beautiful. Um, yeah. My oh, whole oh. purpose of being <laughs> on this is to have Ogre on someday. Yeah. Or Kevin Key. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a goal, and it's a ma- again, it's a Kettle Whistle goal. Radio was founded on the song Kettle Whistle Radio, Kettle Whistle by Jane's Addiction, mm-hmm. Heather before Sean, mm-hmm. but it's moved on since then it became something and yeah and we've opened up to these things and Mm -hmm. we set goals and Mm -hmm. we got guys from jane's addiction on the show and this guy here has been nothing but good about getting people on the show so we got (laughs) hit up emily autumn (laughs) but jess weary folks did her live performance in the first one in i don't know how many years but fantastic many many years i would love an encore but i'm not gonna push it tonight so, so where does it go from here where does the music Thank you. go from here so i want to try to record um because like i said i had a first album it kind of it okay so i appreciate it it was amazing i was sick though i was sick i was like 14 i was in florida and i just ugh, god i i couldn't do it you know like i my guitar was tinny. They they did a wonderful job mixing it, but for me to hear my voice, it's just too cringy for me. I, I can't do it. Um, as much as I love the lyrics and the songs and how it was mixed and everything, because like they like I said, they did a fantastic job. Just can auto tune my voice enough, I guess. <laughs> my little thirteen year old voice. Yeah. Uh, so I want to re record a lot of stuff. I want. I mean, I have I have four albums planned. I have over a hundred songs. I know? like the plan. Yeah. Got to have a plan. Oh yeah, I love cool. concept records. Yes. So I have a couple of those. Ringling. That's cool. I, I have a couple of those, and you know, I, I'm really trying to work towards it. I'm working on this uh, book for eating disorders. You know, which a lot of it, a lot of my lyrics are actually in that book because it's basically a diary. You know, it it's just my experiences. So that's definitely coming up. Hopefully, we can finish it fairly soon. Um, I've been taking kind of a break from it. Uh, but yeah, and I will, like I said, I'll be performing, uh, on 420 at the Harmony Museum in Harmony, PA. It's an all day event, $5 admission. Bring your kids, bring your snacks, bring, bring some stuff. Doggy! Jet Marie just came in to say hello. Hi! (laughs) We couldn't avoid it. It's, yeah, a, it's an epic show, so she Hi. has to be part of it. Oh, it's Misty. Misty. Hey. <laughs> Hello. That's her tail hitting the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Insert cool. Corey Taylor. Boom. So exactly. hey, you're, you're, she's part of the show. So your social media page. Do you ever post videos of you playing any of your songs yes. or anything like that? Yes. So my main Facebook is Jess Hoagland. H O G L U N D. And um, you can find me there. That's where all my videos are currently. Um, and I also have a YouTube, which is Jess Weary. It is not, it's just now becoming active. <laughs> um, I've, I have a lot of covers on there. So if you want to hear like Bobby McGee or um, 
I don't know what else I have on I there. heard you play that live at the <laughs> show. At, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that's my go-to. I always play that one when I want to belt some notes. Um, I have an Instagram, again, Jess Weary. If you type in Jess Weary and see a little emo girl, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> or goth, I guess. Now, no Twitter? No, I do not have Twitter, but I'm going to... Well, I have an old Twitter. I might reactivate it. Yeah, reactivate. Which is... It, it, it Twitter is yeah. dirt to me, but you will find really cool people out there. It's good for I, advertising. It, stuff. Yeah, but you you it's good for music and bands. Yeah. So you getting out there, yes. Conversing, mm-hmm. I'd say never do that. Yeah, no. It's... I just send stuff. I never look at what I do after that. But uh, yeah, Matt, fairly dark folks. Sean is not on Twitter, but he is Facebook. Facebook <laughs> only Facebook. They need your last name. Feldbush. F e l d. B-U-S-C-H. And all our shows at <laughs> www.fairlydarkproductions.com, as well as my books. Keep the keep the train rolling, folks. Buy something now and then. It, it does help. So, And um, look into Jess Weir. I think Sean, wait, Sean has something to say. Yeah, I was going to say, huh? you know, you said you have covers. Mm-hmm. Could we make a request for you to do a cover? Ooh. And you could record yes. a video for that. Oh, yeah. this is why I keep Sean around. See, I... Ooh, what cover? I like that. Yeah. I do so many you covers. You come up with it. Yeah, I'll come up with something, yeah. Uh, Would it be grunge period? No, Punk no. period? What? What? Well, the, like the style of music she was playing today, there's a song... I'm actually a very, very mm. big Robert Plant fan. Okay. Um, not a Led Zeppelin song, but he does this song for... Ooh, um, interesting. One of his solo albums. He did a song um, with... Uh, uh, Alison Krauss, I think, uh, something, just read the letter or something like that. Yeah, his uh, solo stuff was pretty. I actually, yeah. Bob over there should know all about that. Yeah, he does a really good song called Angel Dance too. Okay, uh, on the Band of Joy record. I love the I solo. Might, stuff. I might like to hear something from the Robert Plant catalog. To see what That's something could, I can practice, see what she yeah. can do with it. Yeah, how do you feel about doing male voices? I, okay, so I've been told that I listen to the most female vocalists that any person has ever listened to. Like that's my majority is female, but I sing male vocals. Like I will sit there and sing Five Finger Death Punch all day because I because I, I love it and my voice is naturally yeah. very raspy. I lo- you know, I love that band. <laughs> uh, the, the drummer, the drummer is all, is that band. You know, Ivan Jesus Moody Christ, though. Percussion on that band. All right, uh, I have a request. <laughs> How about sneaker pimps? I, yeah, off of becoming six X. feet. Is it six? I don't think underground? I know that. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah, if you heard it, you'd know it. Is it? I could see I her know. doing that big time. All right. Well, things to consider. Six yeah. underground we, we're, or something like that. We are now requesting you to do a cover song for our show. Mm-hmm. So, think about that. All right. And the rest is history. Um, yeah. what, what else you got in closing? I I don't think I got anything else. Yeah, honestly. you pretty Just, much did it all. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little show, messed folks. up, epic, but help epic. is possible. <laughs> no, you're there. You're there. You're there. Yeah. Yeah. For, yeah stoners, bring bring your uh, snacks. Come <laughs> hang out. Oh, and 420. We'll, yeah. At, 420 at? At uh, Harmony Museum in Harmony, PA, off 68. <laughs> Guys, come on. I almost forgot. <laughs> Get out there. Yep. Support the cause. Come help us. The the name of the event is Pop Oddity. That's what we want to have our store named. It's a promote, promote, help, fundraise, help, love. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Let us skateboard in peace and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, anything in closing over here? You have to be proud of this one oh, after what yeah. you did today. Yes. Hey. Yeah, 
He's only been kicking my butt Very trying to get excited. me on here for You so made long. dad cry, you know. Yeah, yeah. What so more That's can we a win. Say? Sean, what what do you got in closing? You got a good night? Good night. All right, folks.
available now wherever you listen to music. Are you a fan of classic cinema or a young person who wants to discover the best films of all time? Do these legendary movies still hold up? On the Generation Film Podcast, two guys who grew up when movies dominated the culture share a great film with a panel of young movie lovers and see how it plays for today's generation. We discuss changes in storytelling styles, representation, the making of each film, its initial reception, and how its meaning has changed over the years. Join us as we explore cinema classics across generations on Generation Film. Electric acid. Electric acid. 